Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Stop doing it! Touch the microphone. Get away from there, Glenn! Touch the microphone. Stroke the microphone. Coddle the microphone. <laughs> it is the mixed cast. I am here with the Reverend Fuego. Hi. And his crazy rules and the yep. rule breaker, Glenn Cannon. Hello! And I am the ghost of Steve Miggs. What? <laughs> it's nice to be here and not be dead. Hey, pipe down there, big fella. Hey! <laughs> yes, had a near... It's funny because everyone's like, oh, you, you nearly died yesterday. And I don't really view it as a near-death experience. I view it as a, a near catastrophe of, of life, quite possibly. But I never felt like my life was on the line. You never do. No, that's true. <laughs> so for those that didn't hear BJ Miggs, didn't see my, do yourself a favor going on my social media at I'm Steve Miggs. I posted pictures on the Twitter and all the other places. And, and so what happened yesterday I was driving home from work, went to the gym, it was like, on my way home, I'm going to go see my wife and then come back from Monday Night Raw. And Monday as I'm on I-5, uh, right by South Center Exit, a little bit before that, because that's the exit I ended up getting off of, I see this little metallic object on the ground. And I'm like, oh, it looks like a fork or a knife or something, like a butter knife, like Watch from out. the distance. You know fork what I mean? The road. If it had been summer, it would have been piping hot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Pipe down over there now. I'm going to use on you. Um, and so I'm like, well, that's weird. You know, you see weird things on the road all the time. Car, a couple cars in front of me, drives over it, kicks it up. So to answer your question, there's no one really to blame except for whoever originally put that pipe on the ground. But I don't think anyone intentionally put a pipe on the ground. It probably fell out of a car. Yeah. Maybe it's a, I don't even know what the hell it is. It could be something or anything. But anyways, turns out it's not a little fork or a knife. It's this. 14 or so. Yeah, I actually brought it in. It's giant. Yeah, check out this sucker. This, this pipe yeah. is the pipe that got ran over. It's about 14 inches. Uh, kind of girthy. It's heavy. I feel like it's from the adult size clue playset. <laughs> yes. You know? Right, it right. It was Migs in the Jeep with the lead pipe. It was Dr. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mustard? I don't know. What was his name? Colonel Mustard. Would you like oh, to my touch bad, Steve's Steve's That's the pipe. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, we have Justin here. Our, 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 our good bud Justin. Put that in your pipe us. and smoke Ooh, uh. Hi, Justin. Justin's this thing is see. absolutely terrifying. I, no. <laughs> no. No, I don't think anybody really wants you that. Could, you could F somebody up with that, for sure. I would assume so. Uh, okay. Well, you know, before, I, I, I didn't really introduce Justin properly, of We need course. to mount that on a plaque. My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. So nice hey, to see you, Justin. So, <laughs> thanks for all the love last week. Dude. Yeah, so I was wondering, how does, that, how does it uh, feel to hear yourself over and over and over and over again? My and mother... Over? Watch me get my nuts fondled by another man. Hannah thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she did. It's always funny when it's not you. Right? That's, that's one of life's great mottos I've always learned. It's always hilarious when it's not me, and it's always funny when it's not you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, so this thing gets kicked up. It starts flying in my direction. And so my first thought was, please hit the front of my car, you know, because it's starting to work its way up. And that's when everything kind of went in slow motion. Like I've, I've talked about this on the air, and I was like, I've never experienced life slowing down the Matrix way that it did. 
Yeah, dude. That's cool. And I'm sure it was more of like just how I perceived reality after the fact and yeah. nothing really slowed down. It was just that I was cool, calm and collected and kind of knew what I was about to have to embark on. And it was just, okay, I got to figure out how not to let this kill me. And that was kind of the mindset that I had. So as it's coming to me, I'm like, okay, it's not hitting the, it's getting higher. It's definitely going to clear my Jeep, the the hood part. Will it clear all the way above the the, uh, the windshield? And I'm like, I don't think it's going to. So then I look at my rear view mirror or the side mirror and I'm like, okay, there's no cars on the carpool lane. So I have a little bit of freedom to have to swerve if I need to. Wow. So let me kind of gauge how this thing is coming at me. And that's when I realized I'm definitely going to have to swerve. This thing is coming right at my face. It's coming right for us. So I just give it a, not even a, like, honestly, if there was a car in the carpool lane, I probably would have just annoyed them. But I wouldn't have hit them. Kind of minor adjustment. Yeah, it was yeah. maybe a foot and a half, if that. Just enough. And then, bam, hits the passenger window. First thought was, I'm so glad I'm in this car by myself. Second thought was, son of a bitch, I just opened up a bag of fruit snacks and I know glass is in that now. <laughs> it's weird how your brain thinks that. <laughs> yes. It does. And I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Third thought was, am I going to get to see WWE's Monday Night Raw yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These what, are the things that go through your mind. And it's that was the, so true. the first thing that I thought was when I saw the, the picture that he sent because... I, I realized right away that, okay, well, if he's sending a picture, he's okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, that's put out. But it's like, oh, is he going to make it to, to Monday Night Raw? Wrestling. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, this is what he looks forward to, like, every year when they show up. Thought four was, oh, I'm glad I have another bag of fruit snacks in my glove compartment <laughs> box. <laughs> then thought five was the one that truly gave me a moment of panic. And it wasn't it's stupid in the grand scheme of things. And I know my friends wouldn't have cared. But I had Kevin from Metal Shop's pair of tickets in my bag because I was going to meet him at the key oh. so he didn't have to stop at work and slow himself down because he was going to be running late. Mm-hmm. And I have a pair of tickets at Will Call for my buddy Cooper. But they were under my name through the WWE. They were able to help me get an extra pair. Oh, nice. So then I was just like, okay, I'm going to screw over four people <laughs> and their experience. And that really bummed me out. I'm like, I got to figure this out. And then that's when I realized, oh, there's a giant hole in my windshield, there's yeah. glass everywhere. There's a pipe glass. just came through my windshield. It's in the hole. Like there's a, you know, it's it's impaled my windshield. There's glass all over my gym bag, my the passenger seat. There's glass all over me. There's on, it's still on my face. Like nothing cut me, but I got the residual. And I, then I was thinking, my gosh, thank God I did get the passenger side because if that hit my face, granted the pipe wouldn't have hurt me, but the glass would have blinded me. Yeah, and I would have. I would have gotten into an accident easily, and God knows what would have happened after that. And there was a moment in my head that I'm like, is this the moment that I'm going to black out and then wake up in the hospital? You know how you always hear those stories of someone getting into an awful accident? They don't remember the accident. Oh, I've, I've, I've been in uh-huh. several severe accidents, uh-huh. and I, I love the, the play-by-play you're giving, because that's literally how it works. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, he's going to stop in time. Nope, he's not going to stop in time. Then I remember the car basically exploding around me, and as all the glass shattered, I remember thinking, ah, there goes my face. Yeah. That just, that just took my face off. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I'm looking, and I'm getting, oh, my car's being slid up the road sideways. That means he hit me hard. You know, and, but it's yeah. all these rational thoughts. It's very Literally. cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, you get all this data very... You know, yeah, very yeah. logical. So as you're going yep. through that, I'm like, dude, yeah, I know exactly what he means. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, there's a hole. Will this windshield hold for me to get somewhere? Can and I'm I like, put some tape on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have duct tape I in my stuff car. Fruit snacks in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Chew up some gum, work it out. So I'm like, okay, get off this freeway. Now calmly getting over, but I'm hearing it still cracking, and I'm like, geez, just get, let me get off the freeway before wow, it's collapsed. Wow, jeez. Yeah. 
Then it starts raining. And my first instinct was, turn on the wind. No, don't turn on the windshield wipers. This will make this worse. Pull into this parking lot at the South Center Mall by some like Johnny Bahamas restaurant or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, want? Yeah, I, don't yeah, know exactly. what, I don't even know if that's the right name, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know something tropical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, then I realized the irony is I'm parked right next to uh, Auto Glass repair van and i'm like oh this is awesome guys i've got a rock chip can you take a look at this <laughs> you got some of that uh resin stuff you just kind of squirt in there yeah, i think guys, this will work you guys fix those rock chips for free right <laughs> right you always say the crack's got to be about the size of a quarter well i've got a hole about a half dollar that's good right <laughs> of course nobody i couldn't get a hold of the person i call a bunch of people like we'll call you right back i don't know if we can we can we see you tomorrow i'm like i have a hole in my windshield it's completely about to like just unravel. Well, Jeep windshields are flat, too. It's one of those things you don't yep. consider that that window is not aerodynamic. At all. So it's weird. a flat. So now the wind resistance against the shattered windshield it's could literally, pushing. it could just make it the thing pop and fall into your lap. 100%. And it's, and it's basically like uh, uh, Jeeps are known for just getting all these cracks. Like everyone. Whoa. No. Banana uh, phone. I have no idea who that is. And I'm not answering it. Oh, you should answer. That's it. actually the Jeep sound. Do I dare? I mean, go ahead and answer. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's a bill collector. All right, here we go. We can always edit this yeah, out. Yeah, we can edit it out. Hi, this is Steve. Thank you for choosing Marriott Hotels. We would like to inform you that through our friends and family program, your telephone number was qualified by our booking system to receive an all-inclusive complimentary stay. Oh, my God. For details, press 1 now. Would you like Please more details? Call list, you only have to now. sit press in a... Press 2, dude. Can I press, press F U? <laughs> press 2. I just hung up. Oh, no. Uh, press 2 puts you on the do not call list. I don't even trust that that's even going to be anything. Yeah. This could that happen just, again. I mean, the fact that you answered means that they know that you've answered, so they'll keep calling. Son you. of a bitch. Don't block you, the number. Don't you hate that? <laughs> what do you, what, I live here in Seattle. Why do I want a free hotel room in Meanwhile, Seattle? Meanwhile, Marriott so you can, uh, just got a free plug. Little, uh, do, do, We're going to edit that out. I'm kidding. That's too much work. It is a lot of work. That was kind of frightening, though. If they call back, I'm cursing them out. So anyway, we were discussing the big pipe in your hole. So yes, I had to... <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Hey, I haven't been able to close that hole since then. I'm not sitting the same. So now I pull off. Just breathe, Steve. I'm calling other places. Of course, one of the first places I call is Simply Safe. What, what, what is there? Oh, safe. Safe light repair, repairs, yeah. safe, like yeah. that one. I call safe that place. Repair. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, of Good course. Jingle. They're like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Can we get? We can't get you in until like three days from now. Is that okay? No, <laughs> I need to get in today. Well, we can't do that. Okay, good. You should have kicked that baby outward and then put on some goggles and just started <laughs> rocking. Right, <laughs> you know? his foot probably would have stuck in the windshield like it. Uh, nah, it's safety glass. <laughs> the glass is kind of sticky though because it stuck on all my body. Oh yeah, they do those little cubelets. Yeah. The, the night that I got. Pounded the, the thing I was talking about. That's not a bad. We yeah, talking about a pipe, pipes and holes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I basically I went to a party afterwards and I was still digging safety glass out of my hair and stuff. All around. I was like, yeah, I got hit by this kid. I, I'm glad he didn't kill me. You know, Jesus, dude. Of course, I woke up the next day and was like, oh, I'm hurt. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so continue. So I, I'm calling a bunch of faces and I safe light doesn't. And so I put it on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hit up the, the Facebook social media community because sometimes I would never think about that. But mm -hmm. it, it's a lot because I've been calling and getting denied. Like I went through five different numbers and I'm having no luck. And I know that I can't go too far in this car because of the windshield. So I throw it up there. Goggles. And, Everybody's like, 
uh, Safe Light. Check out Safe Light. Even though in my comment I, co- I said, "Hey, blah blah blah," I need some suggestions. Safe Light's not an option. They told me they can't get me in today. Welcome nobody, to social yeah, media. Nobody right. reads first comment. Safe anything. Light. Next comment. Safe Light. Four. Next com- yeah. Yeah. And then finally, someone wrote, "I would recommend Safe Light, but unlike the others, I read your post and I know. <laughs> yeah, God, you are my hero. Whoever that was, rules. Yeah, you are the props wind to that beneath guy. my wings. <laughs> so then, Rock Girl Sarah, of all people, thankfully, she saw it. She goes, "Hey, go to Lucky Dog. I've gone there a few times. Those guys are great, and they're in Kent." I'm like, all right, I'm not that far from Kent. Just so we're clear, a hot chick swooped in to rescue Steve. Yes. Continue. The, 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 the queen in shining armor. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I called them. They're like, yeah, we can get you in. Perfect. So I go down there, get the car in there. And then they're like, okay, blah, blah, blah. What's your number? I'm like, no, you don't need uh, Here's my number, but you don't need to worry about calling me. I'm just going to stay here. They're like, well, it's going to take a few hours. And I'm like, it's 1 o'clock. A few hours. I have to be at the key arena at 4 o'clock. So now I'm in this weird dilemma of how do I get this done in time? So <laughs> do you know who I am? That's what I started thinking. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh no! Man. I'm like, I don't go ne- to the dark side, man. I need to get the raw. I, I'm but you could a- say, bro, look, I could give you some plugs, and I will do like you know. There's a but, way to there's a way to to do course. it tactfully. I didn't pull the don't you know who I? I didn't go local celebrity Steve. <laughs> But what I started thinking you may have was seen me yeah. wrestling. I don't know if you see me on uh, New Day Northwest or wrestling <laughs> or playing drums with Stone Temple. I'm drummer Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, I got a show to play. Here's my wiki. You know, sex type thing. That's me. Um, so, anyways, I started thinking, how do I tactfully or not so tactfully? How do I just let them know I work on the radio? I do not want any discount. All I want. Is a buddy deal in speeding this Just process expedite. up? expedite. Yeah, get this done. But and he looked at me goes, look, man, it's going to take a few hours because we have to wait for the window to show up. Then we have to clean out the car, blah, 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 blah. It's a process. I'm like, leave uh, the glass, stuff the window in the hole. Yes. And I will Crazy glue it. Crazy glue it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'll f- we'll come back tomorrow. We'll finish it. Okay? Just use the pressure. Do you have a burlap sack and some saran wrap? <laughs> we can do this. And goggles. <laughs> so. All of a sudden, like I'm like, here's the win the golden ticket. I hear out of the shop my voice. A promo for KISW is playing. Oh I'm like, oh my god, they're listening to KISW here. They're they're listeners of our station. Hey, if you're Ryan Castle, we could probably do something for you, but <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like I'm like, how do I do this? I'm like, oh you work with BJ Shea? Oh, I hate that. Oh, guy. I hate that right. show, man. Oh. <laughs> that makes guys freaking annoying. <laughs> so I text Ted. I'm like, Ted, when you get on the air, say hi to the lucky dog and tell them to fix up my car quick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so that actually would have been awesome. Would've been that would've been hey, everyone at Lucky Dog Auto Glass. My this friend is Steve is Ted here. Smith. The Ted Smith. My friend Steve is standing in your lobby. <laughs> that would have been incredible, Now, man. we know sausages are fantastic. Also, speedy <laughs> window repairs are fantastic, too. That would have been incredible, dude. And Ted like hot dog. Ted like uh, hot dog. <laughs> so I now, I'm like, Okay, the owner guy is back in there, and I'm like, and I hear my voice in the station playing. I'm like, oh, that's too funny. And he's like, what's too funny? I'm like, that's me. I'm like, oh, you guys are listening to the radio station I work at. He goes, oh, no way. What station? I'm like, oh, KSW. He goes, cool. Cool and story, bro. Doing <laughs> hey, you got a cool story. And I'm like, oh, I was hoping for, oh, what do you do there? Oh, I'm on the radio. Oh. <laughs> I clean the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he thought. He's like, this loser. Yeah, good for you, pal. <laughs> right. Yeah, I work there too. I saw the inside of your car. You're clearly not a guy that has his crap together. You're a mess. <laughs> Um, I know a guy named Glenn that works over there, too. So then I was like, oh, well, I'm done. I give up. I'm just going to have to deal with this. And at that point, I had to text Kevin and be like, look, man, I don't even know if I'm going to get there in time, but I have your tickets. But 
it would have probably been better for you to have to pick him at the station. I'm so Meet sorry. Me lucky dog out of right. <laughs> So he's like, oh, my friend Sean, who I know, is a good dude. I par- party with him over at WrestleMania. He's an awesome guy. He was just plus one. He lives in Kent. He's like, well, Sean lives in Kent. He can come by and get the tickets. Nice. Perfect. And then he goes, also, if you want, Sean could take you. He said he'll be willing to take you to the key and bring you back to your car. No, nice. service. So I'm like, if everything that could go wrong went wrong, all of a sudden there's this like weird shift of everything that could go right is going oh, yeah, right. Oh, it's a power win, man. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool, let me check. So I asked the lady there. I'm like, I don't know who if you know who I am, but I'm local. No. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, hey, is there I have to be in an event that I'm working at? <laughs> Working at, I'm yeah. Going. But you know, I'm trying to keep it somewhat professional. I have to be at an event. I have to be there at four. My buddy can pick me up. Is there any way I could pay in advance? And is there any way you can leave my car, even if it's unlocked? I don't care. Yeah, throw the key under the seat, right? Or yeah. put it in the back. No one ever opens up the hatch on a damn Jeep. I I forget to lock that all the time. I'm like, is there any way you can just kind of put it somewhere, and I can just get my car later? And I'll even sign something that says I absolve you guys of anything that weird. And they're like, oh no, we have lock boxes. We can put it in a lockbox and we give you a key code and like you just give us a four digit key code and we'll set it up. Nice. So now I'm stressed because I'm like, what do I give as a four digit key six, code? Six nine six nine. And that's all I could think was sixty nine sixty nine. Knew it. So as, knew it. as I'm starting to write sixty nine sixty nine on this little post it note. <laughs> The owner guy's like, just use the last four digits of your cell. That's all we usually do. I'm like, oh, perfect. (laughs) There you go. Oddly enough, the last four digits of my cell is 6969. Easy to remember. (laughs) Oh, but I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I couldn't think. I was frozen. So then I was like, perfect. Then it all kind of like every ounce of anxiety and stress melted away. Melted away. And I started shivering. Like all of a sudden, like it was like this adrenaline was gone, man. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Like I was in go, 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 go mode until that moment where it was like, now things are kind of normal. You can start processing, and that's it. Can be rough, man. Yeah, like the, honestly, the biggest thing that I thought of is like, thank God my wife was not in my car with me because oh, a, I would have made it a point to absorb this pipe onto the driver's side, which would have then blinded me, which in turn could have been an awful accident and hurt both of us. Because mm-hmm. I sure as hell wasn't going to wanted to absorb her side and then her get hit with all the glass, and then I'm having to witness that. That would have been. I would have rather get into an accident than have to witness that ever in my life. But so I'm sitting there, and I go on social media, and my friend, sometimes you need a friend saying the most inappropriate things to make your life better. Mm-hmm. So I have a good friend. His name's Ethan HD. He wrestles. He's one of the American guns with uh, with Mike Santiago, two of the best wrestlers in, in Washington. Like, I saw this, and it was genius. You were brilliant. He, 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 he's trained wrestlers in India and New Zealand. Like He's legit an awesome wrestler, and he's also a comedian, and he's super funny, and he's just a good dude. He's one of my favorite people. So he posts on Twitter, had no one, some random person or somebody in our, that we have mutual friends tag me. He's like, hey, did you see what Ethan just wrote? Because he didn't even tag me in the tweet. He just put up this tweet that for people to read. And there's <laughs> that no, makes it even better. There's no context. That's even better, dude. And so he's at Real Ethan HD, and it says, anyone seen my pipe? It came off my car on I-5 about a half hour ago. Some a-hole grabbed it with his windshield and drove off with it. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. It's like, sometimes you need a good laugh in the eyes of some really weird ass. Oh, yeah. And it's subtle and it's funny. You're not tagged in it at all. Which is what I loved about it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He even, like, messaged me via direct message. Like, hey, man, um... I'm glad you're okay. I hope you know that. Just effing with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes... 
And then I quickly realized I didn't tag you, and I was like, oh, man, out of context, this sounds really weird, like I'm some weird crackhead. Yeah, I, I left my pipe. It was fully loaded. You know, that was my last hit of glass, and I need it. Oh, man. So uh, thanks to everybody who sent messages and, and, and said really nice stuff. Um, you know, we joked this morning about the, the, the negative, miserable a-holes, because there's one, one person like, uh, it sounds scary, but a little dramatic. It's not like the pipe oh, went through the Jesus. window and impaled the, the seat or anything like that. And I'm like... I never said that. If you listen to how I described the Actually, story. there was a photo. Right. Yeah. And there's a hole in the windshield, and the pipe did impale the well, windshield. And for you to say, point. man, this could have killed me, right. is accurate. And, I, and honestly, <laughs> I never even thought like that. Like, it's not dramatic. It's This is this is what happened. The sky, water is wet. Like, had the glass hit me. My, <laughs> my thing wasn't about the pipe hitting me. My thing was about the pipe hitting the windshield and the glass hitting me, and that could have caused some serious issues with me and with everybody that was in within mm -hmm. striking distance of me in my car. So go after yourself. And like I joked on the air, I'm like, this guy's clearly not a stranger having things sprayed in his face, so he doesn't think it's a big deal. <laughs> and I understand that, and I respect that. But it was funny because Craig Gaston messaged me, and he's just like, he kept writing, you could have died. You know you could have died. I'm like, thanks. You can stop. You can, you can stop putting that into my brain. Stop now. Thanks. That. You're not helping it. <laughs> but it was like you could tell he was genuinely concerned. And that mm -hmm. and, and, dude, it was just a weird day. Uh, like highs of highs, lows of lows. Nearly died. Got to see some wrestling. It was a good time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. After my buddy dropped me off and I got my vehicle. I went straight to the McDonald's and got myself a McFlurry and sat in the parking lot at 9.30 at night and ate that Oreo McFlurry with the biggest smile on my face like, I survived. <laughs> I'm okay. Forbidden food. Sid will never know about this, so no one tell her. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, I think you kind of deserve it. I yeah, think so, too. Yeah, yeah. You that's get a treat you know, for that. Woman, I almost died. But it was like I was telling Jason, he's like, I was like, never, and you, like, I think you would totally agree with me because it sounds like you had the same mindset when you were in your accident. Never once was I like, scared. It was like this weird. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. It's like, I, I need to be in control. Yeah. I got to figure out what I'm doing. And so that's why when everyone's like, were you freaking out? Did you poop your pants? I'm like, no, I poop my pants, but that's just what I do on the drive home because I know I'm going to do it's laundry. Normal. But I was like, I was never scared. I was like, it was just crazy. It was just a weird situation. I, I think, because uh, I've, anyone that's ever been really badly hurt, mm -hmm. I would say, has experienced this. Like you said, everything slows way down. And I think that's just what happens when adrenaline hits your, yeah. and it happens quick. Mm -hmm. It's like, I was doing a U-turn on Admiral Way, and I looked over my shoulder, you know, check my blind spot, no one's there, and I'm idling, doing a U-turn. And this truck came, big jacked up truck came up the ramp. Whip Tony was following. We were going to drop my car off and go to a party. And there were a bunch of cops, like rotators, like six or seven cops down on the ramp I would have taken to get to my apartment building. So the other option was, oh, I'll go the Admiral exit and do a U-turn on Admiral and snake into my apartment building that way because there's all those cops down there. Yeah. I don't want to go through that. Right. <clears throat> so... Here's me doing this U-turn. Especially while listening to NWA's after police. Dude, right. <laughs> well, let's just say it was a Saturday night around 2 a.m. Yeah. Okay, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I wasn't drunk, but I had been right. drinking, and that's why I was dropping off my car. Mm -hmm. um, just eliminate that. Uh, so, But yeah, I'm doing that U-turn, and this truck came up the ramp doing probably 60 in a 30. Oh. And yeah, every, that's when it all kicked in. And I looked, and I was like, Okay, wow, he's going to stop in time. And then, nope, no, he's he not going to stop. And then as his headlight and bumper and door came through my driver's side door, and the car exploded around me, I'm like, ah, he hit me. 
Mm-hmm. And then as all the glass exploded, I went, ah, there goes my face. That mm-hmm. just took my face off. That's the and, craziest thought. And that's what oh, I was right thinking, there. like, ah, oh, there my goes face my is face. Gone. And then he hit me so hard, it slid my car up the road. Like, a, he T-boned me, so mm-hmm. it's sliding my car up the road. So I'm seeing the bushes in front of me move to the left. And I'm like, oh, he's sliding me up the road. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I know I'm hurt. He, I'm hurt. And then the car finally stopped, and there's, like, dust everywhere in the air, and... I'm like, oh, I'm hurt. And it he'd hit me so hard, it, the door came in and it pinned my knee to the steering wheel. Ah! And it kind of turned my door into like a, a, I don't know, like a mild U. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So I reached up and touched my face, and then I looked at my hand. Uh, first, I was feeling for moisture, like, oh, nothing yeah. feels wet. Because I thought my I thought it had ripped my face off. Yeah. And nothing feels wet. And I looked at my hand, I'm like, dude, there's no blood. And then it was like... I think I'm okay. My face is all right. So then I tried to turn this because now I'm like, I'm T-boned. I'm in the middle of Admiral Way and I need to get my car off the road. Mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to turn the wheel and I can't. And that's when I'm like, oh, that's because my knee's pinned between the door and the steering wheel. Damn it. So now I'm moving the wheel and I pulled away. hit me so hard it knocked the front out and out from under my car. So my front wheels were like wobbly back and forth like clown car wheels. (laughs) And I got over to the shoulder and then I tried to open the door and the door had been, you know, decimated yeah. and stuck so there, the door yeah. wouldn't open so i held the door latch in the open position with my right arm and i took my left arm and using my elbow beat it about eight times as hard as i could and that popped the door open actually my arm was so sore the next day <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank- <laughs> what injury did you get well you know smashing the door open yeah. and it kind of did so that. i smash my way out of the car <laughs> and I, I get out of the car and i walk over to this kid because at this point honestly all i'm thinking is we need to get out of here yeah now Right. Right. So the kid runs up to me and he like kind of grabs me by the shoulders and I grab him by his and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, have you been drinking? And he's like, are you okay? Have you been drinking? I thought I killed you. Have you been drinking? Are you okay? I went, dude, Mm -hmm. have you been drinking? And at this point, Tony had parked and ran up and he was like amazed because when he saw it, he was like, there goes Glenn. Glenn's Mm -hmm. dead. Yeah. And, oh my uh, gosh! I couldn't imagine watching. That's one of my biggest fears: is seeing like a friend get into an accident. Tony in front saw of me. He, he saw he saw oh. me do the U turn because Tony was on the ramp behind me. He saw me do the U turn, and he saw the truck come up and blam! And he went, "My singer's gone. Right. My singer's dead." Yeah. And uh, so Tony at this point was now standing there as well. But you know, when I was like, "Have you been drinking?" Finally, the kid said yes, and I went, "We got to get the f out of here now." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, dude, look, there's like 10 cops down over the hill. I guarantee you they heard that. We got to get out of here. And I mean, now, dude, right now. Let's get this clown car out of here. And he's like, but, 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 but. And I'm like, get in your truck and follow me. I live right there. That's where I was trying to get to. So I go back over to my car. There's n- sort of nothing left of the door. So I grab what was left and kind of hold it closed. Hold <laughs> me closer. And, uh, broken door. You know, I try to cut the wheel, and the wheels are totally like just doing the wobbly in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. The whole front end was knocked out. And I'm driving this what's left of my car down to my house, go down the street, up the street, into the garage. Now I'm out of harm's way as far as I'm concerned because I'm yeah. not going to get arrested for having a couple beers and a couple mm-hmm. shots. And I was really close to home. I was like, ah, I'll just drop my car off. Tone was good. And. And I come out, and the, the kid's still all shook up, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, look, the, we can deal with this. Neither of us want to go to jail tonight, right? And he's like, okay, okay. And I'm like, look, just, you know, is there any – his truck wasn't damaged at all. My car was destroyed. Yeah, it was. And I'm like, dude, look, you know, um, my car may technically be totaled, but 
here's what we're going to do. Just I will report the accident to ins- the insurance company tomorrow. And, you know, you, you do the same thing and we'll be fine, dude. And mm-hmm. if they ask why we didn't call the cops, we'd be like, ah, you know, it was, it was late. It was Saturday night. We just shook hands. Everyone left the scene safely, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he was drunk. So then, then I went to the party that I was headed to. and <laughs> Still went to the party. Oh, oh yeah. Party yeah. yeah dude, Tony's like, dude, what do you want to do? I'm like, let's go to the party. Yeah. I had the party I and I'm still, my drink. wife was wigging out and I'm digging chunks of safety glass out of my hair and stuff. Dude, the next day, the next day, like I said, my arm was all messed up from where I beat the door open. My knee had, it looked like someone cut a golf ball in half and stuffed it under the skin. But it was on the inside of my knee. Not the outside. So when the door drove my knee into the steering wheel, it did it so hard. Wow. <laughs> and then my entire left hip, my entire left side was just like black and blue and purple. Makes sense. Um, Adrenaline it, is a hell of a yeah, drug. Yeah, Sheesh, but it, it yeah. really busted me up. And it, actually, the funny thing about all that was the the truck had some scrapes on the bumper or whatever. But his dad called me mm-hmm. and was like, hey, look, if it's okay, uh, I need to say I was driving. And I didn't want to say, did your 21-year-old son tell you that he was hammered drunk and he hit me doing 60, you know? And I'm like, yeah. well, why is that? And he's like, well, my son T-boned someone about three months ago, so I had to pull him off my insurance. Oh, boy. So he wasn't supposed to be driving my truck. Jesus. And at that point, I could have been like, your kid was drunk. Yeah. Your and, son is a terrible driver. And I was like, okay, no, that's fine. We'll say you were driving, but here's what happened. Mm-hmm. I was doing a legal U-turn at idle speed, and you came up the ramp in excess. You were doing 60-70 when you T-boned me and slid me up the road right. sideways. That's what I'm telling my insurance company, and that's what you've got to say. And he was like, I'll do that. But in the end, I got cited for, uh, not cited, but the insurance company ruled in his favor for failure to yield. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Are you serious? That guy always do like pizza for a month. Jeez. Failure to yield, man. I had to take my car to a body shop because, you know, no insurance money for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the A pillar and B pillar were caved in, so I had to have a frame puller pull the frame straight. Luckily, I had friends. And then I went and got a door off of another car at a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We can, re- we can rebuild it. Those are the finishing details, but the, <laughs> the truth the of all that it. was, yeah, while it was happening, literally, yeah. it was a very calm, composed, oh, I don't think he's going to hit me. Um, oh, he's going his, head, his headlight was like six inches from my face. The truck came through my door, but it was all very calm, like, oh, man, there goes my face. Yep, I guarantee you that ripped my face off. Oh, dude, I'm going to be hurt. I am hurt bad. Yeah. Yep, Damn. I'm hurt. And then kind of, a, you know, it all stops, and I'm like, I'm not hurt. I'm good. I'm not hurt. I'm alive. I got to get out of here or I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> 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 That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. That, I only yeah. share that story because it's it's so true. It's nuts. What you're describing about how everything goes into pure slow-mo and every thought, like I remember when the big earthquake happened, I ran and grabbed Tawny and our whole apartment building was like it was made mm-hmm. out of bed sheets. Yeah, I remember that. And the whole the whole building's flapping in the wind, and all I could think is when this building falls, it's gonna destroy all my guitars. None of them are in their cases. And that's like you're talking about yep. the, the fruit yep. snacks. You're yep. like, oh, dude, my fruit snacks have glass in them. Right. I really love these fruit <laughs> snacks. Yeah. I, I, I was like, dude, when the building falls, my guitar is going to be ruined because none of them are in cases. Not thinking about. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, maybe if I like take each one out and look at it and examine it and like kind of like brush off any glass. Why risk it, Steve? I know, Brad. But you're like a dollar fifty for a bag. When you but, get hurt or nearly hurt or whatever, and everything panic. slows down like that. Those random thoughts are totally like, oh, man, there's going to be glass in my fruit. 
fruit snacks. And then also, I was like, like it's, it's legit. It's I was like, legit. I'm just a few days away from my birthday. This is going to put a damper on oh, my yeah. birthday. Happy like, birthday. Oh, not, yeah, it's not today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's pretend it didn't happen. Okay, fine. <laughs> I take it back. Dude, you lived to make it to your next birthday. Well, you know, I still got one more day. You know, it's funny. It's like Final uh, Destination. Now I know, I'm right? Did I tell you I was no, getting nervous. Steve a pipe for his birthday? <laughs> well, apparently you got it like two days early. I've been trying to figure out how to get it to him. Amazon. My I want to surprise him. Watch me get my nuts fondled by another man. That's what I want for my birthday. <laughs> your nuts fondled? Yes, by another man. With your man. mom present. Oh. No, with Justin's mom present. Okay. No offense. Just over in the, just over down the road. Oh, perfect! <laughs> I'll bring my pipe, <laughs> dude. We gotta oh actually. We, we should get a plaque made with right. little hooks just and have that baby mounted, dude. Seriously, well, I'm, I'm keeping it under my in, in, under the seat in my car now, dude. First off, the thing is heavy as hell. Like that's defense right there. This is a weapon. See, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing like a really pretty wooden plaque with a pipe on it, and then it just says "Almost Heaven" or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We're gonna button and stairway to heaven, please. <laughs> oh, or like one of those big mouth Billy Basses. Yeah, yeah. Anytime he walks by, and then like, <laughs> oh, dude, if you want, maybe I could turn that into a flute for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't want to even put my mouth on it because it's sharp. All right, Jethro. Hey, you don't know where it's been other than your windshield. <laughs> well, I know, yeah. <laughs> I, we were joking a couple of wrestling, but it was like, you need to, at some point, attack Ethan HD in a wrestling match. With, with the pipe, pipe. With the window <laughs> yeah. pipe. Well, it was great because the whole thread of him when he did that, when he, it's just juvenile. I'm, I'm going to read it really quick. Because like, this, is, this is the conversations I'm oh, having with someone when I'm like trying to like kind of recover from what the F just happened to me. So he sends that tweet. and uh, uh, Let me pull it up again. Da, 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 da. Okay. Anyone see my pipe? It came off my car five, five about a half an hour ago. Some <laughs> AO grabbed it with his windshield and drove off with it. So I respond back with a picture of me holding it, and it just says, I found it. And then he goes, dude. Did you scratch it? And my response was, <laughs> Whoa. My response was, that poop, it, flowed through, it fell through the windshield and somehow went up my butt. <laughs> and then he goes, Phew, praise to be Jesus that it's okay. And then my response, <laughs> hashtag blessed pipe. Hashtag blessed pipe. And then our buddy Matt, who's the booker for Defy Wrestling, he chimes in and goes, Well, I saw it laying on the side of the road, so I picked it up and threw it. Some jerk in a Jeep grabbed it. Luckily for him, I threw it right at his face, or else he wouldn't have been able to catch it. <laughs> so my response was a Mr. Bean uh, meme of him just flipping the bird. As a guy that now rides a or motorcycle gift. all the time, seeing that pipe makes me a little nervous. <laughs> As a man who rides a right? motorcycle all of the time, aren't you just generally terrified about Washington drivers in general? Pretty I mean, much on, man. every time. I, Justin and I were talking about this morning. Pretty much every time I ride, someone had, I joke and say someone has tried to kill me. That's how I put it. But basically, just don't tailgate. Keep your head on a swivel on every mm-hmm. intersection. Nobody I pays attention to anything dude, at all, man. Every intersection, I cover my brakes and kind of do left, right, left, right. We're good. And then I goose the throttle through. And if there's 10 four-way intersections in a row, I do it at every one. Well, I, I remember my <laughs> first one. Yeah, I don't trust people. When we first started driving, and she was driving the car, and she would always give me a hard time. She's like, why do you you check your mirrors, and then you lean over your shoulder and look really quick? Blind yeah. spot. And, and I'm like, the reason why I do it is I once almost swiped a motorcycle. And I remember then it was actually going to a Monday Night Raw in Tacoma, I believe, oh. with a stripper, which was a, I didn't tell that part to my wife. <laughs> she didn't need to know that. This is before we were dating. This is many years before her. But it was a friend of mine that happened to be a stripper. It was actually in a previous life. It, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah whole other life. <laughs> so, anyways, that happened. And then the motorcyclist like, spent the entire rest of the ride flipping me off. And I'm like, I don't know how else to apologize. So I just swiped it and took him out. No, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> but ever since then, 
I have been diligent about check, check, look over. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the reason check being, spot. I do not want to ever feel that way again where I was like, I almost killed somebody because I thought I had everything covered. It wasn't even like I was being reckless. I mean, yeah, I was smoking a, a, a pipe while driving, but, you know, I use my knees. No big deal. <laughs> right. No, but I, I, I thought for sure I was safe to get into the next lane, and I wasn't. And I almost killed somebody on a motorcycle. I was like, never again. So now I always check, even though I probably look like a goober in the eyes of anyone in my car. Dude, it's I, worth it. I always left shoulder check. Yep. Always glance over. Always check your blind spot. I yeah, always do. Absolutely. And again, when I'm riding, like, not that I'm saying that the cyclist had anything to do with it, mm-hmm. but... I wouldn't be anywhere near our car's left rear corner or no. right or, or right rear corner. I no. stay away. It, like I'm either yeah. if I if I feel like I'm going to end up in someone's blind spot, I'll either back off or I'll gauge it and then I gun it and zip past them. But I yep. will not hover in that spot, even though I'm legal and I've got the right of way and just, well, it, nonsense. Right. Man. right, being right doesn't mean that you stay alive. Yeah, dude, exactly. I, I won't ride yeah. there. I will it, not, especially with like a box truck or something. I will not oh, ride there. Yeah. Bro, even in I a, will not ride there. Even man. when I'm in my Jeep, if I'm like next to like a big semi, I I never once I see those direction like the the signal being turned on, I freak out because I'm like. He might not see me. I've had him almost mush me in it a car. My, that in killed a car. my grandfather that way. He, he was in a Subaru driving next to a, a big semi, and they started going over, sm- smashed him up against the guardrail, oh, God. and and killed him. Like, funny, my grandma didn't die at that time, but like that was a Jeez, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, like, because an accident, yeah. yeah. And it's and it they, like the semis have such a gigantic blind spot area. Oh, yeah. Like you just and. Fortunately, my mom worked for a trucking company, so she kind of instilled that with me kind of early on, mm-hmm. just watching that and seeing that, you know, when we're driving anywhere, you keep that, give that wide berth and you pay attention to them because first off, again, it's like you might be the right in some of those things, but it's the same thing. It's like jaywalking. Oh, yeah, they're going to get in trouble if they run you over. Yeah, but you're still you're, dead. You're dead. Right. Yeah. I'd I rather don't care be, about right of way. Right. I'd rather, right? I'd rather lo- lose the argument and still be alive. Well, mm-hmm. I think generally, you know. A lot of those truckers are actually pretty good drivers, but you always oh, yeah. see those things. It's like, hey, if I can't see your mirrors, if you can't see my mirrors, I can't see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like That's a good rule of thumb, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like and a lot, you know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just saying in that instance, man. You know, you didn't check your, you probably checked your mirror and started yep. left. Oh, you I didn't, didn't check yeah. your blind spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that guy shouldn't have been there, and that's why. I ran him over. <laughs> Why don't we do some voicemails, emails, and text messages? I'm sure we'll talk about other stuff besides that as well. I know I want to talk about... Yeah, let's just do it. All right. Yeah, all right. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Way to go. I'm going to hit you with this pipe. Yes. No, get away from me. Let's, let's pipe in some fresh audio. You're going to break that microphone. Ah, <laughs> Was he using the pipe on this one and that's why it's all messed up? Yes. Or oh, that's maybe how he got fixed. Before we start our uh, voicemails, emails, and text messages, of course, 253-271-4787 or email us, themakescast at gmail.com. I saw on your social media uh, that you and the wife ski, you let her take control of the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that fun? Yeah, she, she had to put the pipe down she was carrying with her. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, that way. And she put it down on I-5. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I told her to put it by the shoulder, but... Uh, you just yeah, no, throw it um, over her shoulder. T- Tony and I actually mother. got... 
Watch me get my nuts fondled by another man. It's even better with you sitting here. Yeah, it really uh, is. Because he looks down at the ground like, son of a bitch. Why did I do this? Wait, wait, wait do you come out sometime and, and uh, Justin, Steve, and I all have that as our ringtone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how it's on his phone, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. At all times. I just, on my Dropbox, it's like a My mother <laughs> watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. Another man. Sorry. Uh, no, um... What day was that? Oh, that was Saturday. I really wanted to go down to the Dead Rebel Saints CD release party at Louis G's. It was yep. a killer show. Late September Dogs, I think, Colorado, and Dead Rebel Saints. Um, that day, uh, Tawny found out we, we had a, basically an opportunity to get a free piano. Right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, it was her boss's. He's remodeling the house. He wanted to give her wow. a piano. So she's like, free piano. That's awesome. I was wondering where that piano came from. Free piano. Well, okay. Take it. It makes way more sense because you're a musician. I was thinking of it as me. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with it? Oh, Glenn, he will play a piano. It's a piano. Tell your friend dude. Steve, and I'll get it. Stoked. So anyway, it was, oh my, but he wants it, you know, he was like, it's got to be out of the house tomorrow. So that left Tawny and I at, uh, we gotta. Where are we gonna put it? We gotta move this furniture. We gotta the front, get the furniture out and then downstairs. We gotta do this. In the, okay, so and we I gotta get something to get the. Piano. I texted Kevin and was like, "Hey, bro, was gonna come, free piano." Yeah, right. And then I'm like, "Have a great show. I love you." So Tony and I basically spent the majority of the front half of Saturday kind of moving furniture and deciding where this thing was gonna go. And then we finally figured out where it was gonna go. And then the furniture that had been there got moved into my basement. And that's what that's was up. So awesome. So finally, like ten o'clock comes and I'm like, you know. We just needed a break, but uh, earlier in the day, for fun, um, I had sat her where I sit and then hopped on the back, and I had pushed it back across the driveway with my, because one of the first things they do when you learn to ride is they teach you to, to use the clutch, and they call it walking the motorcycle. Oh. So you let the clutch in and out, and you have your feet on the ground, and using the clutch in your feet, you kind of move the bike, so you learn how the clutch works. Mm-hmm. So I had done that with her kind of for fun in our driveway, and I was like, here's what we're going to do, and it was kind of raining a little bit, but I was like... Grab your stuff. We're we're going for a ride. Cause now it's like ten o'clock. Yeah, you know we didn't get to go to the show, but let's go do something fun. Right. So there's a Kaiser Permanente, just a like a block from our house, Kaiser. a block and a half. Kaiser Permanente, which means uh, a really Permanent nice Kaiser. roll forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Permanent Kaiser. <laughs> a really nice roll forever. <laughs> um, so we go over to that parking lot, and I did the same thing. I, I put her, and then I sat on the back, and was like, just you know, just walk it walk the bike and she's kind of giggling and stuff but we got to the first corner of the parking lot and she took the corner and kind of i was like all right so yeah i was kind of sitting on the back with my legs my feet pointed backwards they weren't on the pegs i kind of had my feet pointed backwards in case she got over center so i could put my feet down and catch the bike right my bike weighs i think 650 pounds so she was kind of riding all around the parking lot with her legs still out and finally i was like you know babe you can put your feet up on the pegs at this point you kind of got the balance you've you've got this you're riding this thing and so she's like okay she puts her feet up and i got my feet up and yeah dude she kind of cruised me around the parking lot for probably 45 minutes or so and she was like she was like i don't want to learn on that bike it's too big it's too powerful if it gets over center i will i'll drop (laughs) it you know and but no it was was really fun because we both had our helmets off because we're in a parking lot so i could talk to her so i kind of had you know my hands grabbing the the sissy bar behind me and then my chin was sort of much like kind of like on her left ear. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm like, you know, remember, if you get scared, clutch and break, clutch and break. If you get scared, if something feels bad, if something's going wrong, just clutch and break. 
Sissy Bar was my nickname in college. Sissy Bar, <laughs> yeah. That's where, that's where I like to hang out. There's usually no fights at the Sissy Bar. <laughs> so, <laughs> People let you cut in front of them at the I bathroom. Don't know, man. Yeah, man. At the Sissy it Bar. Sounds like they'd be calling your eyes out and stuff like that on that at that place. At the Sissy Bar. <laughs> but no, we, we we had a blast, man. And dude, you know, and then finally, because that the bike, it's a nice motorcycle. It's really you got to basically let the clutch out ruthlessly to stall it. So, you know what I mean? But um, musical today. For the most part <laughs> in idle, that bike won't stall. Even if it's going lup, 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 it won't actually stall. So just using the clutch, she was cruising us around and finally I'm like, well, you know, give it a little throttle as you're letting the clutch out. And then she actually really started riding it. Getting the feel for it. Oh, dude, and she was laughing and giggling. And, yeah. Dude, it was honestly. The, the picture that you took and that S-eating grin that she had. She's glowing. Oh, it said dude, everything. It was, and I had a blast. I mean, the more fun she had, the more fun I was having. And we were over there, and like I said, it was kind of sprinkling rain, so both what we didn't care. But she drove me, with me on the back, drove me around the parking lot for at least 40 minutes, 45 minutes. That is so. so cool. It was, a, it was an absolute riot. And it was a nice break for us, you know, Saturday night to, to stop dealing with all that. Because you're on piano patrol. Go do something fun. <laughs> yeah, we went and got the piano. JT Phillips, God bless JT. I saw that, yeah. He came, yeah. Uh, him and, and Linda, Linda came yep. and, and helped Tony and I move the, move the piano. Uh, and that all, we got the piano in and situated Sunday. Cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, not bad. It was actually a, a great weekend. But, yeah, Tony and I had a, a total blast. And, yeah, she, she rode the Harley well. So is she thinking about uh, wanting to have her own? We've, since I got mine, we've been talking about getting her a sports. It's and hers, yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. Get her a sports to ride. And, uh, like, now that we've done that. The CMC, the Cannon Motorcycle yeah, Club. Yeah, why not, yeah. man? You know, it's so much fun. And, um, you know, a sporty would weigh about half as much as my bike. And, uh, actually, I've got a sports at the house that my dad just bought. Mm-hmm. It's at my place. It just needs the clutch rebuilt so she's hopped on it to see how it feels and she's real comfortable but i think what we're going to do from here is maybe go down to south center mall like you know at 11 p.m where she could maybe get into you know have enough space to get into second gear or third gear yeah because in the parking lot we were in by the time she caught second she'd have to you know be slowing down to take the next corner yeah mm-hmm. so but yeah we're talking about doing that and yeah, it was, south center mall's got a little bit of us yeah. a little surface there yeah man yeah. She, she was riding it man she was riding it great and it was really fun being on the back and basically you know having my my head on her shoulder like just talking her, you know, through you do this, do that. Oh, that's great. This is perfect. Oh, gently there. You got the idea. Remember, if you get scared, clutch and brake, clutch and brake. That's if you panic, pull in the clutch. That makes everything go away. And you know, and she's giggling, and she'd give it the throttle and crack up laughing, and it was a blast, <laughs> man. Sounded like a great it time. It was really like it was so like both of us. Like you saw that photo, but yeah. both of us were like glowing because man, seeing her that happy. It makes me right. th- like ridiculously happy. So we were like a pair of five-year-olds by the yeah. time we got home. It was really, really fun. I'm sure Red feels the same way. And whenever you're, like, you're with your significant other, and, yeah. and I'm sure you too with Hannah, like, oh, it's yeah. like when, when, when your wife or your girlfriend's having a blast, it's like, well, mm-hmm. this is all I want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're not, you're not asking for me to do the dishes. <laughs> and we're laughing, which is which yeah. is why I don't uh, try to teach her anything because I get super frustrated. I was just you. Thinking, oh, oh, are you a bad yeah. teacher? I am a terrible. Here's the problem. <laughs> I skip steps, as in like, oh, you should already know how to do this because I've known how to do this for X amount of years. So this one thing that is very trivial to me and part of the whole thing. Like, oh, I already know, know about this? that. You don't need to worry about that. Oh, you just did that. That's why. She, uh, Michelle doesn't know how to drive a stick. 
and I have I have a I have a manual transmission vehicle, and I was like, I don't want to teach you because you're going to tear up my transmission. Which you sound like my dad. She's not going to, and if she does a little bit, she's going to grind a little bit. It's not going to be bad, but at that same point, I'm going to forget things. I'm going to get frustrated, and I just remember when my grandpa was teaching me how to drive a stick, and just the yelling that occurred, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I know I'm going to do it on accident. Oh, dude! But then Man, I, hear like, you I having... totally understand grandpa now, right? And I just get frustrated. Well, I, with that I stuff. learned to drive clutch on a column shift, three on the tree, in a '69 Chevy stepside oh, pickup. So, yeah, it's an H pattern, but it's on the steering column. And because it was a pickup, you know when you let the clutch out too fast, the whole car jerks back and forth? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Well, we're in a pickup truck, so what that means is your head hits the glass behind you. (laughs) So I can still remember remember my head going thunk, 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 thunk against the glass, and my dad going, push in the clutch. Just push in the clutch. It's a good memory. You know, thump, 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 thump. All you got to do is push in the clutch. <laughs> but he was really cool, man. Yeah. He was really patient. But that was as my head's beating on the glass, the truck's going, go, go, go. go like, he's just sitting there calmly going, push in the clutch. Push in the clutch. My grandpa was so tired because I stalled it out at a stop sign and I couldn't get it rolling again. Oh. Like, it took like five minutes. There was a car behind us just yes. sitting there. What the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm trying. Oh, like, that's Dude, amazing. Just do this, and I wasn't, and it was, dude, I was learning how to drive on an automatic, and my dad got so frustrated just by me, like, being too uh, heavy-footed on the brakes. The first time I even, like, started driving, (laughs) Mike hit the brakes a little too hard, he goes, all right, that's it, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we haven't even, like, we're in a parking lot. Dude, and all cars have different brakes. I could get in Rev's car. If I got in Rev's car right now, probably the first time I hit the brakes, it wouldn't be smooth. Whenever I get a rental car, it's like, I gotta get that brake adjustment. You gotta learn the brake, yeah. And it always sucks when you're done with the rent. Like if you go somewhere on vacation for like three or four days or even a week. We're in Hawaii. We have a rental car. But like three, day three. Now that car is home to me. I got it. Then when I get back into my Jeep for the You're first time, like, what the <laughs> hell? Who, ta- who touched the brakes? Who touched the brakes? But my dad was like, Arr! he's like, all that's right, it. that's it. Done. You're not ready. <laughs> get out. And he gets Dad, out. 24. Come on. He gets out, walks around, opens up the driver door. Get out, get in the passenger seat. And he never gave me another Damn. driving lesson. How is your self-esteem after that? I didn't learn how to drive until I was 21. (laughs) (laughs) That tells you everything right there. For that reason and that reason alone. In all fairness, though, eventually he gave me his car. So, because he was done with it. Uh, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I appreciate it. Let's check out the voicemail. Again, 253-271-4787. I think this is from our buddy Stevie. What's up, Mix Cast? This is Stevie, the Packers fan. Um, So, in honor of Injustice for All's 30th anniversary... Ooh. Quick, simple. Ooh. What is your favorite song from that album? Thanks for making me My feel old. My two are Harvester of Sorrow and Blacking. For, well, because uh, Harvester's got that boom, 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 And just, it's got this groove somewhere in there, and just, I love it. And then Blacking's just angry and mad, not pissed, mm-hmm. so. And Glenn, I got two questions for you. Uh-oh. Um, on. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when you I've leave a two... <laughs> lead pipe on the freeway, I've got two do you point it for towards you. the tire or do you lay it flat across the line? Do Which you, way do you think? Do you put it in the middle lane or do you lean more <laughs> towards the left exactly. or the right? Glenn, I've got two questions for you. One, how do you keep a moron in suspense? And. <laughs> oh. And I'm losing sleep now over this. That's like, how do you, how do you, uh, you write a note and he's like, how do you uh, occupy the time of an idiot? Flip over. 
Flip it over. How do you walk <laughs> Flip it over. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess tune in next week when we find out the shocking conclusion of Stevie's voicemail. Stevie, I think this is like the second time that's happened to him where he's accidentally hung up on us. That's a bummer. Well, we got the... the dude, I'm, I'm looking... I went on Apple Music because I'm like, no way. It's been 30 years. Yeah. 1988 and Justice for All came out. And I love the blurb because, you know, on Apple Music, sometimes they'll give you like a little paragraph description of the record or mm-hmm. the band or whatever it is. And, you know... It's kind of cool reading this now, knowing that record inside and out. It says, with 1988's Injustice for All, Metallica pushed their prog tendencies, wildly intricate compositions, sweeping socio-political themes, extended instrumental passages Mm -hmm. to the fore. The result is a -a one-of-a-kind thrash tour de force that turns us back on the genre's loud, fast, short ethos. The serpentine title track falls just shy of the 10-minute mark, and then there's the mighty one. An anti-war anthem whose complexity would make yes blush. Pay special attention to Kirk Hammett. His insanely precise fretwork is the high point on numerous cuts. Honestly, until this moment, I never viewed this album as a prog rock record. Well, sure, most of those songs are intricate as hell and on the seven-minute mark. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I would have never called it prog because it's Metallica. But he's kind of right, whoever but, wrote I this. But, I mean, they had long arrangements, you know, you know, even on, like, Master of Puppets and oh, yeah. Ride the right. Lightning. Yep. They, they had long, even intricate Kill them all had a couple songs that yeah. were not, like, your typical four-minute thrash mm-hmm. masterpiece that they yeah. were putting out. So what would you put? I mean, man, I'm looking at the track list. And, and, and Stevie's right. Those two songs he went with, was it Blackened? The and very, very last song on the album is called what? Dyer's Eve. Yep. Uh, I always loved Hammett's solo on this song. And this song's short. I think it's only like four minutes. Oh, Three or four minutes. Yeah, you're right. Five minutes. Yeah, it's the shortest song on the album. Yep. Shortest but song. Hammett's solo's killer on the song. Well, let's go ahead to this. Oh, this is a nice ballad. God, the double bass. Window paint, we always joked, it was a running joke about we wanted to basically video record and audio record us covering one. Yeah. And then put it, uh, or any song from this record, actually. Maybe it'd be Injustice for All. Yeah. But the whole thing would be, on the clip, would be like, you know, Window Pain covers Injustice for All. And then in parentheses, it would say, Album Correct. And we wanted to have footage of all of us playing, but every time it would cut to Chris, he'd be like sitting in the corner eating a sandwich <laughs> or like maybe with his feet propped up reading a book. Dude. <laughs> like, we, I thought that would be funny as hell, man. Dude, it's funny because they were talking about the Like day. not even touching his bass, not even tuning his bass, you yeah. know? Like maybe doing an oil painting. Yeah. In the room with us as we're playing. Here we go. Uh, but it's crazy because like the, the the box set, I thought for sure they would have a remastered, remixed with the, with a bass bump, and I don't think they did. Oh yeah, he's right, and you're right. I mean, this solo in particular for the whole record. Good time, dude. <laughs> it's a really good time. Good. I love how it, you know, and it's in chapters. You know, he'll do yep. a chapter of the solo, and then they all do the unison grind chapter, unison grind chapter. It's 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 neat, man. It's really cool. Man, I don't know what song I would go as number one. I might just go with the title track. Oh, I love pretty happening. Op- I love this opening too. This is incredible. 
And you know, just like that would be Tony playing, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But then yeah. every time it would, Chris would be like, you know, I don't know, like tanning hide or just anything but playing a bass, like whittling, <laughs> you know, yeah, whittling, Fortnite. making a little wooden ship, you know, like anything, teeny tiny boat. Yeah, I mean, this whole part is like you all getting all set up, you know. Like, no one's getting his drums in order. But yeah, yeah. But He's ordering on uh, Uber Eats. And I, I wonder how many people would get it, you know? It would Clipping say, his nails. It, it would say, album correct, you know? And then... I it, think people would. Every time you see Chris, he's like, you know, knitting. <laughs> Taking up hobbies. In the room with us, so oh, while yeah. we're playing the song. Oh, yeah. He's got that thing on the bottom of the, the heels of his feet, like the, the, the shaver. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rev? I'd have to say one... Because I, I wasn't oh, super yeah. into uh, Metallica. I had the Black Album, and that kind of... Uh, oh, wow. So you got turned on to this after the Black Album. Absolutely. Whoa. And it was it was because all of the uh, uh, all of the metalheads that were in school band at, like, pep rallies or at games and stuff would do the, the, the drum breakdown for one, oh, yeah, like, in that. between their songs. So they would just start <laughs> doing that. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, "That's cool." And someone's like, "That's Metallica." And so I went back and I listened to one, and that was the most that was the most interesting one because it was all about storytelling. Yeah, like seeing the video and just like listening to it. Johnny got his gun. That's that film, which is a weird, weird ass movie. Yeah, and so they're putting it in there. I'm like, "This is this is storytelling in a music like in a music setting as opposed to just a song." And it kind of opened my eyes to that sort of thing. I still contend this might be. One of the greatest breakdowns of a song ever. Yeah. Part. You talk about goosebumps, and I got yeah. them right now. And then it goes into another a great solo by Kirk Hammond. So good. Yeah, see, I remember I was already a fan. And so it was, oh my God, the new Metallica, because yeah. Cliff had died. Yeah. And it was like, oh, dude. And then it was, man, the new Metallica's coming out. It's our first record without Cliff. Oh, dude, oh, dude, oh, dude, oh, dude. It was me and my buddy Adam Nickel. That was like uh, the beginning of my guitar origins. Is me and Adam would sit in his bedroom, smoke cigarettes, and play guitar. Yeah. You know, it was like my early guitar life. I didn't have a license yet. I walked down to Adam's house with my guitar. It was like that. And so, yeah, the, the new Metallica album was a big thing for me and my buddy Adam Nickel. And then he got it before I did. So it was like, dude, I've got it. And I went to his house. Yeah, you know, and you I sit remember, there, dude, and you read so all the microscopic yep. words of the cassette jacket that it unfolds to the length of your arm, and you're reading yep. all those tiny words and blasting the cassette. And I remember he and I both just being like, "Oh my!" And that was, you know, we, we weren't doing anything but just sitting and listening to Metallica, like 14 or 15. So it's around the same age, just completely obsessing over it. And then we, it was not just—it was like me, my buddy Paul, my buddy Dave, my buddy Matthew, and all of us were huge, like Megadeth, Testament. Overkill, Metallica, of course. And I remember, like, when that one of us, I gosh, I think it might have been Dave. He's the one who got the cassette. And he's like, guys, I've got, got it. Metallica. I've got it. So we're like, let's go and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. And I remember we were all just silent the yeah, entire like, record. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just. I don't even know what they're doing. It's nothing like we heard before, and it's everything I ever wanted in a band. Like, and it's still to this day one of the greatest records of all time, even without bass. <laughs> Without bass. What about you, Justin? You have one? Well, Blackens mine, but I just wanted to say I wasn't even born yet. Right, How old are Thanks you? Thanks for that, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. It came out three years before I was born. Wow. 
Wow. My mother yeah. watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. Best ever, retort possible. Ever deserved. Okay, you know, Black is definitely a great yeah. song, though. Gosh almighty. <laughs> the whole record it's, is just so damn it, it good. It brings up a, a point of humor regarding Adam. Um, he was a big Judas Priest fan. Mm-hmm. And he had Judas Priest posters all over his walls and stuff. And, and, and I was like, man, you know, there's some stuff going on in these pictures that I find... <laughs> A little, uh, you know, a little, you know, confusing, man. I think maybe, uh, I think maybe Halford's gay. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, man, no, no, no. And I'm like, dude, the cover of Turbo Lover appears to be <laughs> a hand clutching a giant chrome phallus. It's a gear shift, Turbo Lover. It's a gear it's a shift. lead pipe. I'm like, dude, they're kind of dressed like <laughs> the guys. The road. <laughs> Remember the Blue Oyster Club from the Police Academy films? They're kind of, they're kind of yes. dressed like those guys, Adam. Yes. And I'm like, I don't care. You got to understand, I don't care. I love right. David Bowie, and I know him and McJag, and I love the Rolling Stones. I'm like, dude, I'm not saying that. I really don't care what the guy does sexually. I'm just saying... I'm looking at all these posters, bro, and it kind of seems like, oh, no, and he was just like, that's not true, man. Dude, just shut up. That's not funny. I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. So, Next thing you're going to tell me is Queen has also got a gay lead singer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know right? So fast forward, you know, we get into high school. We graduate. I move away from Maryland. I move all the way across the country. I've been living in Seattle. I haven't seen or spoken to Adam in a long time, mm-hmm. a decade, right? Yeah. And I remember Halford put out a really killer record with a project called Two. Do you guys oh, yeah. remember that? TWO? Yes. It was dope. It was really, really cool. I even liked Halford. And that was, yeah. The solo record. Dude, like, yeah. I like that stuff. I was never a big Judas Priest fan, but the mm-hmm. Two record I thought was dope, and the Halford record I thought was dope. Right. And it was right around that time that he finally went, hey, by the way, in case you hadn't figured it out, oh, right, yeah. I'm a gay guy. And most of the world went, yeah, duh, yeah, but yeah. cool, Rob. You right. know, but that was around Thanks the time. Thanks for making it official, but we don't care. It's cool, now, whatever. This was before the interweb, actually. I mean, computers were sort of a thing, but it yeah. hadn't, you know, this was like 1997 at this point, right? Um, so it took some doing to track down Adam's phone number. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> took some calls. I had to call here and call there, and I know his mom, and his mom works over at such and such pharmacy, and oh, really, can you? It took some doing, man, but I got his number. <laughs> and I called his house. Hey, bro. And he answered the phone. And he's like, hello. I'm like, hey, Adam, man. It's Glenn Cannon. He's like, dude. Oh, my God. How have you been? Halford's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to reconnect. I don't want to do anything. Dude, Click. He cracked it. He was like, you sick bastard. What the hell is wrong with All you? I haven't talked years. to you in a decade. And that's the first thing. Oh, dude. And then we caught up. But it was, ho. Oh, it was like, a, you talk about uh, a setup for yeah. a joke. I had a 10-year setup, man. I'm right. It Why was a long beautiful. He's like, dude, one. how have you been? Halford's, Halford's gay. gay. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you though, man. Like, I'm- it was great. And then, like I said, we had a great conversation, caught up, but it was, he laughed so hard I thought he was going to pass out. It was hilarious. It was so funny. It was hilarious, man. That joke had been brewing since we were like 14. You've been arguing and arguing, and you finally were like, I've got clarification and well, confirmation. And it was only it was only a point for me because he was so adamant. Like, And I'm like, Dude, what does it matter? Right. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, look at the photos, dude. Like, right. I, I really think, and he's like, No, man. And I'm like, Dude, like, you know I'm a Bowie fanatic, and Bowie does
does what he wants with who he wants. I don't care. It's not going to change my opinion you know, it on doesn't, anything. It doesn't matter, bro. Right. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. and he wouldn't have it, so it was beautiful. You know, like, I almost said the F word. I like, know you 10 did. Ten years later. Watching so you. So incredible. Yeah. And anyway, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, no, dude, it's funny, though. Like, you I had to share that. Priest was like, also, same, same with me. I didn't dislike them. I listened to their records. I thought they were cool. But it wasn't until this song that I, I, I was never a huge Judas Priest fan, but when I heard this song, it was almost like an album that I think hardcore Priest fans don't even put it in their top two or three. Most of the Priest stuff was so campy to me, I couldn't but connect not with this. it. What do you got? Greatest drum starting, too. Dude, that's why you're in on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think I've ever even heard this. Oh, I haven't heard no. this, bro. This is I'm like this Priest band, yeah, man. This is like, like the comeback almost. I got the CD in my car. Even Justin says, "What? I've, I've never heard this. Were I'm you, not a Priest fan." This is 1990. Were you born, Justin? No. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. I was already. My mother. Ex- Thank you. Me get my nuts fondled by another man. Yeah, you know, it's weird. He was also a bald English guy. <laughs> Painkiller. Yeah. I never even heard this. Before. Oh, it's my favorite really? Priest song. All you guys are completely blown away by that. Yeah. I. I, I, I just, just know never th- a big Priest fan. And to be perfectly honest, I really am not either. But Painkiller is uh, one of those landmines on uh, Rock Band. Oh, it's gotcha. the one where oh, it's, like, it's like, do you want to play? Do you want to play metal? Do you dare to play? Here this? you go. Here's a yeah. sea of buttons. Go F yourself. Uh, do you remember the music video? That's what made me fall in love with it. It was, it was a music video on Headbangers. We're like, we've got brand new Judas Priest. I think at that point, like maybe Halford wasn't really doing much with the band. So this was like their big triumphant comeback. New drummer, I believe. And I was just like, and, it, and, and the video starts like, I think there are guys in the car and they just start headbanging. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I want to be in that car with these guys. <laughs> not weird at all. Just a teenage boy that wants to hang out in the car with a couple men that like to bang heads. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Oh, Maybe one man. of them's got some weed. If you <laughs> dig the seeds out of it, it's really great. Oh, jeez. <laughs> seeds. That's what um, it was like back then, man. I oh, understand. Gosh, yeah. yeah, you kids today don't know. Twigs and berries. Dude, yeah. yeah. Remember yep. just digging the crap out of my weed? Dude, 10 years ago it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. And now, thanks to Mary oh Mart, God. Pot Shop. Yeah. We've, uh, Billy from Mary Mart, I meant to text him back on the text line. He goes, hey, what's going on? I thought I was the only guy hooking you up with pipes. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Billy from Mary Mart. <laughs> Find them on 6th Ave in Tacoma. Dude. I love you, Billy. You're the man, uh, dude. Alex emails us, themigsguest at gmail.com. Hey, guys, I'm having a birthday party at the Devil's Reef in Tacoma. Oh! Oh, hell yes. October 6th at around 6.30 or so. I know Rev is man about town. I would love to finally meet all of you guys after listening to all the amazing advice that you give. October 6th? What's the devil's reef? Okay. Sounds dirty. It is (laughs) amazing. So, I don't know if you guys know about this, but Tacoma has an interesting tiki bar scene. And so there's this guy named Jason who used to run the Tacoma Cabana. Tacoma Cabana is no longer... Tacoma. Yeah. Tacoma Tacoma Cabana. Well, That's where I met Justin and Hannah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Well, he... um, And then Justin looked at me and he said... My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. At the the Tacoma Tacoma Cabana. Cabana. Well, you can't do that anymore because he uh, decided to uh, create the, uh, uh, the Devil's Ring. At the Devil's Reef. 
Yes. Um, it, which is uh, downtown Tacoma. Kind of, It's on Opera Avenue. And, oh. well, <laughs> Opera Avenue with pipe hit me in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had video of that. Oh. Steve made a face. I know he did. Oh. He looked like a blow-up doll oh. when he did that. I did. <laughs> um, so, no, and it's, it, it's a tiki bar, but it's super, super dark thematic. Think like Pirates of the Caribbean, sort of uh, Cthulhu, uh, dark and dreary and kind of awesome, and ridiculously longed named drinks that have all sorts of crazy stuff in them and Tacoma pours like so they're very legit when it comes to the uh, alcohol it, it's really cool like they got like cannons no, cannons sticking out of the like uh, out of like the the ceiling and actual tiki huts that you can hang out in uh lots wow. of, yeah it's it's ridiculous and it's awesome and uh I definitely absolutely 100% Suggest going to that, even if the it's not Devil's for the birthday. Reef. I've never even. I gotta go there. It sounds fairly great. new. It came out. I think it, it, like February they did their soft launch. Okay. Yeah, it's Six really soft. absolutely great. So October sixth, if anyone's looking for something to do and party with a Titanic douche. Unfortunately, I'll be doing something. I, I have stuff going on with my wife in Seattle actually. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've got. I've I'm got still wrapping my head around the term soft launch. <laughs> it's hot, right? <laughs> Sounds like something that happens to me when I've eaten like way it's too many nachos. It's when they haven't done their giant grand opening. They're still working out the bugs, but now they've gotten all the bugs worked out and everything. And it's Devil's Reef is really good. So there were bugs in the establishment. There's not bugs in the establishment. Do you not know these terminologies, Glenn? <laughs> well, I've heard of a soft opening, but never a soft launch. Like, you sure that's not just hurling dog poo at the neighbor's kid? So you sure, man? <laughs> we, we got a text message. <laughs> Holy cow. Depends on how long the uh, turds have been out there. I love you, buddy. I got to check that place out. I'm into it. And happy, happy early birthday there, Alex. I hope yeah. you have a great time. Yeah. Uh, I might yeah. try and, great time. if it's even possible, try and, Is that this Saturday? That's this uh, Saturday. It is this Saturday. Yeah. Mm. I'm not make it either, dude. We'll figure I'm it out. I'm going to be working Saturday because I took yesterday off to start my tax return. Return, return, return. Um, it's uh, wasn't that doing taxes April? in April? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you I, get I, an early jump. I did. I do it every year. April hit, and I went. I'll be filing an extension. <laughs> and so, Are, this is last year's taxes. This is 2017, baby. Oh, oh. yeah. Hey, so you got plenty of time. Yeah, no, I've got to the 15th. <laughs> I'm about 30 percent because, dude, with all my schedule, C deductions, and then I bought a house, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, every year, come tax season, I'm like, oh, I'll be filing extension now. And then every October, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I took yesterday off. I started my, t- I started working on everything around 10.30 a.m. and around oh 4, gosh. I stopped. And I'm a, I'm, I've got everything tabulated. Now I'm just doing the data entry portion. Oh, God, it's the worst. Well, you, you should have seen my kitchen. It was nothing but receipts. My kitchen and my office floor, too. It was just receipts in piles as I organized what was what and what could be written off where. Yeah, I need to keep more of that. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> It's worth it. <laughs> I sound like James Since Kirk. Man, I mean, like, 800 expenses. Yeah, so anyway, i got to work Saturday because I took Monday off to start my tax return. Uh, we got a text message. Holy cow, Rachel is the coolest. Rachel Barley, of Yay! course. I literally told my friend yesterday that I was hoping that she would, you would have her on as a guest again soon, and bam, she was on the next cast. Bam! I love her energy, and her stories are so funny. I'm surprised that she doesn't have her own podcast. Absolutely. Rachel's one of my favorite people. She's just unapologetically Rachel Barley. <laughs> And I think there's something really cool about that. Yeah, like Rachel's she's just rad. she's a a sweetheart of a person, and B just tells you how she feels, how she thinks, and I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So, and Absolutely. she has lots of butthole jokes. All right, this one's from Alex. Uh, hey, Migs gang, I heard um, Diary of a Stranger. Have you heard that by the Bloodhound Gang? 
Uh, I heard this song and instantly thought of you guys and how you'd get a laugh out of it. You're all awesome. Thanks for what you do. JPM, TD4L, Rev, sorry for all the pumpkin spice jokes that I'm sure that you're about to endure. Uh, well, pumpkin I just butt. ignore all of them. Oh, I haven't heard the pumpkin butt in oh, it's been God. a long time. Thanks. Now we brought it up, so now the stupid... It is October. Yeah. Tis the well, season. It can be here and gone, man. You now, know. he says uh, around 58 seconds... Like he my believes, sanity or sense of hope. <laughs> he believes that's the only time that they have a bad word in the song, so it's I guess... It's a Bloodhound Gang song. I highly doubt that. Let's see what happens. Oh, the album cover for this song is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This is some 80s stuff. That's the album cover. (laughs) This is some good 80s vibe here. It's off of their record, Hard Off. And if you see the album cover, you'll understand why. What? I like this a lot. <laughs> I think that's why he wanted you to hear it. Yeah. All right, wait, we're coming up Justin's on the curse. getting ready to do a soft launch over there. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> you totally missed it. <laughs> nice try. I tried. I'm picturing this like in a, a movie where some guy's chopping up somebody's body in a basement and while listening to this. Yeah, but lyrically, he's saying that he had to vomit into a toilet that already had someone's diarrhea. Yeah. That's just a cl- night, night at the club, right? I've never had that happen to me. This had to happen to him. Otherwise, how do you come up with this song? Doing uh, a karaoke, the ballad of Chasey Lane. Oh, greatest song ever! Yeah, Chasey Lane was hot. It's oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot. Inspired a Bloodhound Gang song. Yeah. Do you know that Chasey Lane song? <laughs> no, I never heard it. Oh boy, I don't uh, know who she is though. <laughs> well, I mean, we can play a little bit of she it. She was one of the uh, porno girls in uh, Orgasmo. Oh, you was know she? Yeah. I will find the Chasey Lane was one of the chicks in Orgasma. <laughs> I love the edited version it's because terrible. the name of the album, I think it was on Hooray for Boobies. Hooray for Boobies, yep. Yeah. Well, my Hooray friend my friend had the Walmart exclusive version and it was just called Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. And it was very heavily edited. And, and it's, it's the Bloodhound Gang. There's like, there's not a single song that doesn't have a curse, and yeah. some of them are just really, really messed up. Yeah. I think I found the version. Oh my God, I hope so. It says clean. <laughs> no STDs here. I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs ever. It is. It's so stupid, it's awesome. Dear Chasey Lane, I wrote to explain I'm your biggest fan. I'm a big fan, too. I just wanted to ask, could I eat your right back as soon as you can? <laughs> you had a lot of... 
had a lot of thieves. I've had a lot of time. Had a lot of time. You've had a lot of thieves. But you ain't had mine. Not a bad clean version. JC Lane, I wrote to complain. You never wrote me back. Uh oh, it's the original stand. It is. How could I ever eat you when you treat your biggest fan like that? I'm talking about butt, but <laughs> you've had a lot of, had a lot of. I've had a lot of time, had a lot of time. You've had a lot of JC, but you ain't had mine. And this is the best right here. Dear Chasey Lane, I wrote to constrain. This letter is my last. As your biggest fan, I must demand you let me eat your. <laughs> You've had a lot of. Had a lot of. I've had a oh, lot the breakdown's the best. Yeah, yeah. You've had a lot of JC, but you ain't had mine. I wonder if this Oh, there was another word. There was another thing right there. He says that's dirty. If this song <laughs> got any of the guys from the Bloodhound gang hooked up with Chasey, oh, Lane. she talks on the end of it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't have that part in the. Oh. Of course they don't. Oh, I gotta pull it up on the dirty version. You, you gotta hear. <laughs> it makes you wonder if Chasey was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny! I gotta meet those guys." That's the song he's trying. By the way, I hurt my back leaving that piano. Good job. I did. I really did. How am I not surprised? Ugh, that was creepy. <laughs> I would rather slurp rancid tuna salad out of my own Whoa! scour my boobies off with a rusty SOS pad or hump a piece of splintered balsa wood. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> That's her opinion. I had to bleep one I thing disagree. Yeah, okay. My bad. Sorry, Rev. Got a, little, okay. uh, got a little post-production work to do now there, Rev. <laughs> yeah, a just a little bit. Roos. It's worth it because that song is awesome. <laughs> and congratulations on finding the edited version. YouTube is a powerful <laughs> drug. Thank you, Walmart, for hooray. Hooray. <laughs> it's still the most violent, offensive record. And they found a way to make it clean. Hooray. 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 That also has the lap dance is better when the stripper is crying. Yes, which is the <laughs> best song, song as done by Casio Keyboard. Yes. <laughs> and I've heard that song played at a strip club. <laughs> Have you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who requested that one? I think a stripper with a good sense of she humor. She probably okay. thought it was fun. After my recent strip club experience, that song <laughs> takes on a whole new dimension. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I almost gave up the goat on that one. I know. <laughs> Let's just say we were having a group chat about a certain someone. <laughs> that happens to me now. All the time. All the time. People text me randomly like, dude, why don't you tell so-and-so to sober up and blah, blah. I'm like, God, man, what, man? It wasn't like that. You guys are besties he now. kidnapped yep. me. <laughs> but when I see that guy interviewed... That's all I think. And my yeah. wife's even like, I can't look at that guy the same way anymore <laughs> after hearing that story. The group test, uh. the group text that we had, there's a picture of him. And then I was like, who the hell is that? And then I was like, oh, 
Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Oh, all yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. 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 And then anytime anything happens, you're just like, "Yep. Yeah. This all makes sense. No, I think yep. this yes. all makes Steve sense." Steve sent that photo, and it said, "Please don't leave me." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cracking up. Tony's like, "What?" I just hold my phone out. She cracks up laughing. You know, yeah. It yeah. took a minute for me there. Oh, man. I think that's everything. You get rolling in a second. You got anything going Any big news yet? What's going on? Uh, no. Uh, What's just, going on? I've announced the, uh, the October 12th show. Um, the, the, the big reveal, the great reveal. May. There's a couple things I want to have in place before I pull the trigger on the great reveal. Mm-hmm. Reveal, um, reveal, reveal. But I want to do it before the Highway 99 show on October 12th. Okay. So. Well, yes, that's coming up. I definitely have some, and I might just have to skip some of the things I wanted to do, but yeah, I'll be doing the the big, um, that's a George Lucas joke, the big reveal. Um, Glenn is joining the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, nice! Yeah. He's adding some credibility to their <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> I'm finally going to make some money playing music. But no, I uh, definitely have a huge announcement coming soon, but in the meantime, yeah, just uh, the Highway 99 show is going to be really cool. I've got all the songs assembled now for it, uh, as well as... Several new pieces of music. Very cool. Um, and I, I wrote myself just a crusher. Tawny was listening to me finish up the demo of it. I didn't realize she was listening, and she was like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, oh, I'll play it for you. And I grabbed my acoustic, and she just sat there and cried. Aww. And when I sing it, like when I sing it. My wife does the same thing when I cry, when I sing to her. <laughs> she just but, sits there and cries. Why did I marry this guy? Oh, dude. Yeah, why did I marry a drummer? It's one of those songs, <laughs> That's man. awesome, dude. When I'm singing it, I get choked up singing it. It's tough. Um, but that just tells me that I, I did what I meant to do. Yeah. So, um, but I'm going to premiere that particular piece of music, um, and a bunch of other stuff that I've played you, live man. before awesome. on the 12th with, uh, Natalie Hall, who's an amazing cellist and Tommy Sandvela Lovos. Sandvela Lovos. Sandvela Lovos. I think I'm saying that right. Tommy's an amazing percussionist. So that, and then we're opening for Randy Hansen, which is the Hendrix, you know, the Jimi Hendrix experience, basically, yeah. which is killer if you've never seen Randy Hansen. It's such an amazing What show. a great venue for that all to happen to at Highway yeah, Blues, cool Blues Club on yep. October 12th. So Get your tickets, yeah. come on down. I'm not trying to make that. i got to figure everything out with the wife ski, but that's going to be, that'll be like a fun night out. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's cheer on be, our dude, Glenn. You know, and we'll see what happens, but I mean, with the way things are unfolding, despite, you know the various things I'm involved with. That might be the last time I perform live this year. Yeah. So, I mean, barring any miracle know. with uh, the boys and Bruce Brody, you're right. Yeah. 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 But the, the exciting things about that is we're very soon going to be getting the copies of our record. Yep. Nice. We're plotting the Bruiser Brody CD release yeah. party. Trying to figure know? out a place. Yeah. We might not be, look, I'm going to be fully transparent. We might not have a mix fest this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just things are crazy. Yeah. And it's just the timing isn't working out. That doesn't mean we won't ever do another MIGS Fest, but you know, sometimes you just gotta take a take a pause. Well, and, and, and October was just a cluster. A, a lot, a lot was yeah. going on for all of us. And and I think a lot of people don't realize that most clubs book three to four months, four months anymore, it seems yeah. like, in advance. So when you start thinking about your October show, mm-hmm. you need to be working on putting that together like in May. And we weren't even um, on that. Yeah, we, we weren't, weren't in even that, no. in that headspace. So by the <laughs> yeah. time CD and we were lucky with and, Studio Seven, yeah, because in the past we were able to make that work. But now with no Studio Seven, it's just been a lot harder. Yeah, we we JT hunted aggressively. JT yes. really put some time into trying to find a venue and a home. Um, I I then on the back end tried to find some places as well. And you we had just, Century Link Field locked in, then the damn Seahawks <laughs> decided to have a home game. Well, the, the the deposit they wanted was just uh, yeah. outlandish. It was almost more than outlandish. the Showbox Soto. Yeah, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost more. But that, that's really what what happened. Not only with the Bruiser Brody CD release party, but with Migs Fest, which was it was oh 
oh, God, we better get the wheels turning on that. And without the access we used to have at Studio 7, where Tracy and Nicole would work with us to really make things happen. 100%. um, Most of the rooms we talked to, we were pushing clear into December. Um, and we did have a couple dates thrown at us, actually, but it was like Thanksgiving weekend. It's like, man, that's just a bad idea. Half yeah. the people in the city leave town. Yeah, I'll be gone probably. So yeah. you know, yeah, it was one of those. We can't, we can't do it then. And so that's kind of what's that's what's happened. But I mean, there will be, you know, it, it might be Migs Fest, but it'll happen. And maybe we'll do a spring edition and a fall yeah, edition. Yeah, we'll see what something. happens. <laughs> like a back to school edition. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, Easter edition. You know, <laughs> it was one of those. We went. Ooh, we better get on this. And at that point. You know, Ooh, cl- maybe cl- not. clubs are booked four months out, and everyone was like, "We'd love to have the event." However, mm-hmm. you know, here's where we're at. So, but we'll do something. Yeah. We'll definitely do something to celebrate the record release, and we'll party, and we'll have a great time, and all that fun stuff. Before I forget, um, Rev, I always forget to do this. Okay, off the mic, but uh, just let the thing keep recording for at least like five to ten seconds. Oh, yeah. Because the last few times, because of our awesome technology, it cuts off the end, and then I have to like uh, grab an old clip and like Frankenstein it together. I could have told you it's this been before we started. Off the end of our shows, like the last five seconds of the the music playing oh, for some okay. reason. But yeah. Sometimes we so do and say funny stuff after the music ends. More often than not, we get it. But once we didn't, and it was just like, I, and all I had to find was just just the ending of the music. We didn't lose our voices, but we lost the music. So yeah. it is what it is. But okay. it's the freaking audio recording system. It's cool. the ref's fault. Clearly, it I'm is. Throw this pipe in its face. No. There you go. <laughs> Theater to the mind. There, Maybe guys. we should have not the thing. I love when Steve thing. brings in the pipe for show and tell. Like, <laughs> yes. Everyone, here's a pipe. Honestly, though. What if I just start carrying this around? This is my gimmick. It it's, should. It's freaky because of the amount of heft it has. And the yeah. photo, yep. it looks like it's probably aluminum and therefore very lightweight. But honestly, best nope. based on its heft, that Justin, you would know. Is that aluminum or steel? That's Stainless steel. Solid steel. No, it's galvanized steel. <laughs> galvanized steel. <laughs> but it's not. When I saw the photo, I thought it was aluminum and therefore lightweight. That's about an eighth inch thick too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's bad. <laughs> yeah, Glenn. You think we can make you that see into the pictures? A flute? <laughs> <laughs> can I smoke out of it? That's the question. Oh sure. Yeah. If you believe, it's, dude, you can smoke out of aluminum foil, an apple, a <laughs> dented beer can. Everything is galvanized steel if you just believe. <laughs> There you go, buddy. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, what was I say? Oh, speaking of uh, Solid Steel 3 to 1 battle, this Friday night, I'll be there celebrating my birthday. Happy birthday. And all that fun stuff. So if you want to come out and see some weird wrestling, When's that's that? for it. Uh, this Friday night. Friday night. Friday night at the Battle Palace. Birthday. It, Steve's birthday. I mean, it's around my birthday. I'm not really going to be like doing anything crazy. I'm just going to watch wrestling. It's his birthday. I just want to show up and hurl projectiles at him now. Now, so that later he can be like, that. so I saw Glenn cocking his arm back, and I mm-hmm. thought, he's going to throw me. that at me. Yep. Then I saw it traveling through the air, and I thought, oh my God, I he didn't turn off the me. oven. And then as it came towards me, like, yeah, I just went to play by play. Slow. And then, then I, I realized he was hurling my... phalluses. They were little pink rubber phalluses. And I didn't know where he got all of them, but man, he And was I really thought they th- were gummy bears. <laughs> and then I realized, where are my fruit snacks? Thought, oh my where God, if those get mixed snacks? in with my fruit snacks, I might end up chewing on a D. And, <laughs> and it's not the first time. Chewing on a D. And then I have to call Glenn's friend, tell him about Rob Halford and <laughs> me. Rev, you got anything going on? No! Perfect. Yeah! Justin, you have anything going on? No. 
Let's get out of here. <laughs> Justin, as always, you know, we screw around, but we, we love you. At least he's scared to wind up with a new audio drop if he says it either. <laughs> That's very, very true. We, I mean, What's going to top this? My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. <laughs> I love it. It's on the hotkeys. Forever. It's like an after school special. <laughs> Poor Dudley. Today's special Justin's Courage. <laughs> Poor Dudley. Poor Dudley. All right, well, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, uh, let's get play this. Stay positive, and my mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. Happy anniversary, Anna. Hannah. I almost said Anna. Happy hey, anniversary, hey. Hannah. Yep. Nice. What do you got yeah. planned? I already made steak, so I'm good. My man. My mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. Does she like steak? Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> she hates it. She's vegan. Who gives Happy it Happy anniversary, honey. Watch me eat this. My kind of anniversary. All right, let's get out of here. We always appreciate you guys listening. Love you, sweetheart. Love you, too. Oh, you're not talking about me? <laughs> my mother watched me get my nuts fondled by another man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.